Welcome to the School of Faith podcast. This is a podcast from Awakening Church in the Silicon Valley. We exist to awaken this generation to new life in Jesus Christ. And this podcast is a part of our School of Faith, which exists to provide an intellectual voice to the Christian faith in the 21st century. We're so glad that you're with us. We're launching a new podcast series here for the next eight weeks connected to a season we're in uh, called We Believe, where we are claiming the essential truths from the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed is this ancient document that confesses the belief the beliefs of Christians and has done so and articulated the essential beliefs of Christianity for thousands of years. We're doing this because we want to come back to the certainty of the faith that Jesus provides us in an uncertain world. In a chaotic and divided world, we also want to rally around the things that unify Christians at this moment, and particularly um, the things that emboldened and have historically emboldened the church during difficult times. And so as we walk together through this creed, there's going to be teachings on Sunday at our church that you can access at awakeningchurch.com. And there's also um, an eight-week curriculum that we're providing to go along with the Apostles' Creed. But here on the podcast, what I want to do is I want to provide for us questions that arise when we read this creed, or questions that come from the core essential beliefs of Christianity. If we haven't met yet, my name's Chris, and um, I'm on staff here at Awakening as one of the pastors. And we want to help you. We want to resource you during this time in these short podcast episodes to just answer some of the key questions that arise when we read the creed. Well, let's start off with what is the creed and why do we need a creed? Maybe you've never even heard that word before. Maybe you grew up like I did in the Catholic church, or you grew up in like a Lutheran or Anglican church, and you have this memorized still in your memory bank. This is a common thing for Christians to confess and recite all across the world in many, many languages. The creed is a simple articulation of the faith that takes about 40 seconds to recite that helps you understand this is what makes a Christian a Christian. In other words, creeds summarize the things that Christians have always believed. When you can't memorize the whole Bible, you can memorize this creed. Here's what the creed is. The Apostles' Creed, written in around somewhere between 380 and 390 AD, thousand plus years ago. And it was written by a group of leaders in various churches from various cities that gathered together. It was probably something that had been confessed for maybe generations before, but was first written down and officialized um, in the fourth century. It goes like this. Maybe you've heard it before. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. 
In this podcast series, we're talking about creed questions, questions that come when we read and recite that um, creed that I just read. But the first question is just when we come to this first sentence of I believe, the question that arises is why do we need this creed? Like you have a Bible, you have a church, you have a community, you have pastors that teach you, we have YouTube and books. Why do we need this creed? Well, three reasons I think for us to think about when we think about what's the purpose of reading and reciting an ancient document. The first is the creed summarizes essential teaching. The creed summarizes essential teaching. So one of the great gifts of this creed is that it articulates what the Bible teaches, but it summarizes it in a really helpful way. I mean, to be honest, the best summary of the faith is your Bible, right? All 66 books. But a long time ago, the church wasn't a literate society. Very few people could read. Uh, even fewer could write. And so it was an oral society that, that required like oral uh, teaching and oral tradition. And one of the ways that the church decided to invest and honestly disciple a generation was by giving them something that could summarize all 66 books in about, you know, four paragraphs, basically. It's like, this is the story that scripture tells, and it summarizes for us what Christians have always believed. It's a great way of articulating the faith. And so it's really important for us to remember one of the reasons we need this is to help us uh, set context for the entire biblical narrative, right? The creed starts out saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. That's Genesis 1-1. Well, the creed ends with Jesus um, coming to judge the living and the dead, the resurrection of body, life everlasting. That's the New Testament and particularly the book of Revelation. So throughout the journey of the creed, we learn what God has done in redemptive history to teach us. And it summarizes, uh, summarizes for us something... Um, very simple, but also something very profound. So the first thing summarizes essential teaching. Second thing is it distills complex teaching. Okay. It kind of, in other words, it kind of frames and distills and, and, and brings down the essential teaching and complex teaching that Christianity can have. So let me give you an example. The creed says that Jesus died and uh, was buried and rose again. Okay, it does not um, it does not unpack the various uh, teachings that come from the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we know and we confess that Jesus died and that Jesus rose again, but we don't take uh, into there the theories of atonement, like what happened on the cross or what happened when Jesus descended and ascended into heaven, descended into hell and ascended into heaven. It raises a ton of questions why we're going to do this podcast, but it distills the essential teachings, right? So here's what I mean. You and I can have differing opinions on exactly what happens when Jesus returns, okay? But that Jesus returns, that's an essential teaching. So it's going to distill the complex teaching of Jesus returning, and it's going to distill it into the simplicity that Jesus will come back. So what makes a Christian a Christian? Why do I need this creed? Well, because you and I can have differing opinions on eschatology, which is a fancy way of saying 
the things to come and Jesus's return. But if you are a Christian, you will have confessed that Jesus will return. And so it's important to distill the important teaching down to its very, very core. Well, finally, not only does the creed summarize, not only does it distill, but it reveals passed down teaching. This is probably the most important piece of the creed. Why do we need this creed? Because it reveals passed down teaching. I say this a lot, but, you know, we need to reckon with this truth. You and I, we don't get to make Christianity up. Christianity is not something we just think good thoughts about God, read our Bibles a little bit, and come up with great thoughts. Christianity is not something we make up. Christianity is a received faith. We are taught what Christianity is and how we are to behave and what we are to believe by the generations before us that have interpreted scripture throughout history. We don't get to just read scripture in a vacuum. We don't get to read scripture um, on our own. We read scripture with a community of people uh, that has existed for thousands of years. And the creed reveals that Christianity is is passed down. This is why um, the scholar Ben Myers says this, this phrase, I believe, is actually really important is that it sets our eye, Chris Nye, sitting in the 21st century in Silicon Valley, and it places it um, and echoes that eye in a context of millions of I believes throughout history. I set my own preferences aside. I set my own opinions aside, and I join with the chorus of the church that has confessed Jesus for thousands of years. I'm not making Christianity up. I'm simply reciting and revealing that Christianity uh, has been taught for thousands of years as a received faith. Let me show you one passage of scripture to close um, to show you where this is kind of at scripturally. 2 Timothy chapter 1. If you have a Bible, you can open that up in your app. If you're listening in the car, just listen to 2 Timothy 1. This is Paul writing to his protege, Timothy, kind of the person he was raising up in the faith, a man he was discipling. He says this, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, there's the notation to the past, with a clear conscience as I remember you, Timothy, constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. Look at, look at this, verse 5. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit of fear, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Do you notice the various um, notations of history in this passage? He says, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors. And then he says, I'm reminded of your faith, the faith that dwelt first in your grandmother and then in your mother, Eunice. You see, Christianity for Timothy was passed down through a family. Many of us, Christianity was not passed down through a family. I don't come from a Christian family. But nevertheless, I need to recognize, even if I didn't come from a Christian family, 
I come from a larger Christian tradition. I, I do come from a Christian family. I come from brothers and sisters of all tribes and tongues and languages and cultures. I come from a Christianity that is not my own. I come from a Christianity that has been inherited and passed down through the generations. People claiming the gospel truth, loving Jesus, reading and interpreting their Bibles, and bringing it to bear all the way here to the 21st century. I have received faith. I didn't just make it up. And this is important for us today, is it not? In a world where everyone has their own opinion, in a world where everyone has their own quote-unquote beliefs, is it not the most comforting thing to know that we didn't make this up, that this is something that has been passed down for generations as people have held fast to the truth of the gospel? One reason we need this creed is to remember that the people before us have fought battles on our behalf to bring us here and have articulated truths on our behalf to bring us here. We don't have to come up with new ideas about God. The questions that you have about your faith, the doubts, the struggles, when you recite this creed and you say, I believe, and it echoes throughout all of Christian history, do you know what you can realize? Other people have been there too. You have a question about God's goodness involved with injustice. How can God be good when there's injustice in the world? Someone else has wrestled with that and still confessed, I believe in God the Father. You struggle maybe with how uh, can God judge rightly and how can hell be a real concept? You realize when you confess this creed, other people have gone through that and walked through those struggles and difficulties. The existence of God and science and how do we reconcile the mysteries of a scientific universe with a benevolent and creator God? We realize in the confession of this that for thousands of years, other people have wrestled with this and still confess, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. You see, we are quick to think that we are a unique creature. But at the end of the day, when we confess this creed, we need it because it reminds us of the truth, which is that we're not special, which is that we are not this unique, articulate being. We are rather a creature created by God to live for his glory and receive the grace of Jesus and await his return. So when you confess this creed, remember you need it in order to receive the faith that Jesus Christ began and is completing in his church to this day. And may God's grace and peace be with you. Love you guys.